Ed Keenan, columnist in the Toronto Star, weighed in on a very violent week in the city of Toronto. But we've had a lot of violent incidents in the last four or five months. What's it saying about us? What are things we want to reset in 2023? Can we have conversations that allow us to get to the root of some of this? And can we fix some of it as well? That's on Toronto Today. I really enjoyed your column, although it was hard to read because there's been some harsh realities that we've had to deal with in the news cycle. Um, we, we had a, a span of, uh, of police that were, in essence, murdered, um, you know, it, two in Innisfil, one obviously in, uh, in Halden within a span of about 11 days. But Ed, I don't know that I've seen anything quite like um, what happened at the condominium in Vaughn Sunday juxtaposed less than 48 hours later with the 18 girls arrested for second degree murder. Um, not nothing quite like it. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, in, in Toronto, it's hard to think of that. And it, and those things came basically the same day, essentially, mm. uh, like the events themselves happening. We, we kind of learned the details of them a, a, a bit differently, but um, you, you know, also there was this um, just, a, just within weeks, uh, this this woman at at High Park Station died, and another was stabbed by a stranger. Um, there there was there's been some other uh, attacks, you know, less severe, but of of strangers by people. Uh, there there was just a month ago or a month and a half ago. I'm trying to remember yeah. um, that that shooting rampage that began in Mississauga, um, and so you know it does feel like I. I'm a guy who tries to stay aware of the fact that that sometimes things that that really shock and scare you are in the news because they're so rare, right? Yeah. And and you don't want to get too you, you do want to be sad and and horrified when something sad and horrifying happens, but you also don't want to allow it to 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 terrify you in general when the reason you're so aware of it is that it's rare. But this sort of explosion of things seems to be coming at a time to me mm. when when the vibe in the city is pretty tense anyway. And I don't want to equate like a mass killing with a, a shouting match uh, at the grocery store. That's right. But yeah. It seemed to me that, that there's a general sense where, where people are kind of on their last nerve and fed up with things, right? Stuck in traffic, in crowded malls and whatnot. And, and so... It's just a moment where, where I'm hoping, you know, especially at this time of year, that there's some mm-hmm. reservoir of goodwill we can tap into to uh, to take the temperature down because uh, it has been a frightening thing here. I think there's been, I guess the best word for me, Ed, Ed might be there's been some um, comeuppance with who we are, maybe as a as a society in Toronto, as Canada, the Toronto, the good. Some of it has been, um, you know, some of it has been violent crime. Some of it has been, um, you know, uh, our responsible when we look back at some of the things that were said about um, COVID restrictions. There's been some, you know, well, I got this right, but I got this wrong. And some of it, I think, in general is, and and some of it's our healthcare system in general, where we say we can't go anywhere outside our borders anymore and go well we got pretty pretty damn good health care like there's a lot i think we all just want to get in a room assess what we need to fix and, and sit down people of different political stripes and say we all have to recognize there's something here so how do we fix it and 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 even if we're going to disagree on some things how do we get in a room and do these things yeah i, I mean and i i think there's you're, you're pointing out some good points there that there are a lot of bills coming due yeah 
I'll tell you one thing. Like when I was in the United States for three years with my family, um, we, we had to rely on the American healthcare system. And, and what we found, of course, is that if you have really good insurance, uh, then the American healthcare system is great. Uh, and that's part, partly why I think they haven't fixed the health insurance system there for so long, is because for the, for the rich and the comfortable, it's it's a you know luxurious system. Mm-hmm. It's in many ways superior to Canada's in terms of how what kind of customer service you get, how easy it is to get an appointment or a or a CAT scan or any other thing you need. Uh, and what they they haven't solved completely yet. Is is providing that kind of service to everybody in the way that we consider it a human right in Canada to be able to get that, but in delivering it the way we have in Canada, I think what we really saw through the pandemic and it's left everything kind of threadbare, is that we were already stretched to our capacity a little bit, right? We already had problems with hallway medicine and family doctor shortages, and so, you know, rather than being smug uh, about about our healthcare system, which I think parts of it we've been justifiably proud of, I, I think we have to go and fix it. And I think there's there's a lot of things like that in Canada. I will just say, you know, where, where we started off uh, talking about the, the recent wave of, of apparent wave of sort of episodes of really heartbreaking and traumatic violence is that, you know, I, I started this year as the... Uh, Toronto Star's American correspondent mm. station in Washington D.C. and um, and, and a, a big part of my early part of the year is I you know I went to Buffalo to cover the mass shooting at the top supermarket there and then uh, a week later I was in Georgia trying to cover an election and had to fly out to Uvalde, Texas, directly from Atlanta, oh. uh, where I covered a school shooting of a, of a bunch of uh, 20 children and school teachers. Um, and, and that sort of two-week period there almost kind of broke me uh, in, in ju- just psychologically in terms of... And, and I, I think th- that's the kind of thing where, as that was happening in the United States... The people I was talking to who, who in those communities were just as devastated as you could imagine anybody being, especially in, well, in both cases, but especially in the case of those young children in Texas. There was a, a grim uh, second layer to that, where in addition to being shocked and traumatized and heartbroken, there was a, a dug-in sense among the people that nothing was going to happen as a result, right? Nothing's going to change. That's right. In the United States, there's there's never a sense that I've encountered where the people who've lost loved ones, like, somehow expected it or or that it was somehow easier. But there is a sense where they feel like it was somehow predictable on the big scale, that it happens often mm-hmm. enough in the United mm-hmm. States, and that... When it happens, nothing big happens, Um, especially to the gun laws, but to to many other things. Uh, It just gets tied up in Congress. And and the truth is, is that, you know, politically, somehow it's been accepted as the cost of doing business. That's right. No, all you can do is hope and pray. And I think we have had some tragedies in Toronto, the van attack, uh, Mm -hmm. 
Eaton Center shooting, the Danzig shooting, the Danforth rampage, and now we see this in Vaughn and, and this stabbings, um, you know, that maybe aren't on the same scale and aren't happening as regularly as the yeah. happened in the United States. But I don't want to get to a point where when it happens, in addition to being shocked and terrified and saddened, we also somehow feel like it's inevitable. That's right. You just shrug your shoulders and, and you say, so like, well, bound to happen. Glad it wasn't me. Like, you're right. That can't be us um, going forward. I got to leave it there time-wise, man. But uh, I love I love your stuff, and I'm so glad uh, you make time for our audience. Have a great Christmas, and we'll talk in 23. Uh, happy Christmas to you, Greg. Great to have you. Edward Keenan It's one of our best, if not the. Uh, fantastic to have him on uh, Toronto today as frequently as we have in the last few months. And that will continue going into next calendar year.